Well, hello there, my friends, and welcome to episode nine of Handling What Is Happening. And today it's interesting because we have two things that have happened that are quite um, fascinatingly linked um, from uh, from yesterday. One was a question from Steph about the approach that she's using. So she's starting to use the approach that we suggested and is, is getting some different reactions than she probably originally anticipated. And the second one is a fantastic quote or instruction, I would like to call it, from Dan Sullivan that dropped into my inbox very late last night. And the two are really quite connected. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Recruitment, Marketing and Sales Podcast. An obsessive focus on marketing and sales is the only way to accelerate your agency growth. So listen in now as we share the latest strategies and techniques guaranteed to deliver you more placements and profit. Well, hi there everyone. This is Denise from Superfast Recruitment with the Recruitment Marketing and Sales Podcast in a different time. (laughs) So we're um, sort of, I could say halfway through, but we're, we're on episode nine of our Handling What Is Happening series, where we are giving some ideas, strategies, a a voice of positivity in the experience we're all going through at the moment. Um, and I'm going to get on to a couple of things that have happened in the last 24 hours. One was a question from the lovely Steph and the other was an email that dropped into my inbox from Dan Sullivan. However, if you're new here, welcome. And we are all going through times. So if you have any friends, recruiter friends that you connected with and you think that they would value listening to this podcast, which I'm sure they would, um, then please, please share it with them. We'd really appreciate that. Um, because I think a number of people are going through some really challenging times at the moment and there's nothing worse than maybe being on your own somewhere and things just repeating on a cycle in your head and and getting no clarity. So please share share this if you have anyone um, that this might be relevant to. And of course, if you are new here, if you are one of those people that have just appeared on our subscriber list, Um, then um, there aren't transcriptions for these particular podcasts. However, there are lots of transcriptions on our website. So head over to superfastrecruitment.co.uk and you will see lots of blog posts, all the different categories. There's videos there, there's podcasts, there's webinars, there's reports to download. So you can knock yourself out with lots of information about how to market your recruitment company. So first of all, I'm going to share this particular email that I got. That that grumbling in the corner is not Sharon, by the way, <laughs> who's sitting next to me. Thank you for that, <laughs> that is the super fast staffy that is really quite out of sorts. She's used to being in the office and ruined by lots of people and that's not quite happening for her at the moment. So uh, anyway, let me get on to, I'm just going to grab this piece of paper because I printed this out so I could read it out. And this is an email that I got from Dan Sullivan. If you uh, aren't aware of Dan, he is a super, super guy. Uh, master certified coach, business coach. He's run his organization called Strategic Coach for many, many years, over 30 years. Um, head over to Amazon, download some of his books. He gives some really, really solid and sound advice. And uh, he frames this particular email around being an entrepreneur, which, of course, as a recruiter, 
and a, a recruitment leader, you are that person because you are leading the front. You are moving forward. And though we're all a bit running around like headless chickens at the moment, we also know that we will get through this because we are entrepreneurs and this is what we were born to do. So let me read this. So it was addressed, hide and ease. As you may know, I'm absolutely fascinated by history. I think people who choose to learn about the past are better positioned to make decisions about the future, which is why I'm not scared by our current situation. Every generation has their own version of scary times they have to overcome. And it's the ones who choose to learn and grow from their new situation rather than get stuck in victim mode who end up having the way for a better future. Sorry, who end up paving the way for a better future. This global shutdown is our challenge and really it's a totally new experience for people. It's presenting a lot of difficulties, but it's also forcing us to be more creative and innovative than ever before. And that's a powerful thing, especially for entrepreneurs. In fact, I just wrote a note to our team telling them that I think we're going to make about five years progress in the next three months in our mastery of things we didn't know even existed compared to when the virus outbreak was announced. The thing is, entrepreneurs already have the necessary skills for dealing with a scary time like this because we've chosen to become entrepreneurs in the first place. Never a true word said there, Dan. It's in our nature to create new positives where all positives have been taken away. To take a resource that's lost its value and transform it and create new value that wasn't there before. That's what entrepreneurs do. So I think when the all clear whistle is sounded, when the full range of possibilities is open to us again, our community will be, will be off to a fa much faster start because our default position is a higher level of clarity, confidence and capability. We have already accepted that our future is something we create from our imagination and our aspirations. No one gives it to us. So while in certain terms it can feel like that vision of what you wanted is gone, you're still in charge of shaping it. This is the time to bring your new ideas forward, to launch new objectives, to be proactive and resourceful and endlessly useful to other people. So when you think about that last paragraph and when uh, Dan's talking about the, you know, about this new vision and that it's, it's time to bring new ideas forward. This really links into Steph's question. And Steph is a very go for it type of person. And uh, she's jumped on some of the suggestions that we've uh, we've made already. And she was finding it a little bit challenging when she was selling the other day. So I'm going to hand over to the lovely Sharon to answer that question. So should I push this microphone over to you? Mm. Yes. So Steph, you know, took up the baton and decided that, you know, as we'd suggested, that she would get in touch with clients and check in with them, see how they were doing. And, um, and that was coming from that customer service, customer experience perspective. Let me be really clear. Steph's intention behind picking up the phone was not specifically about asking for jobs. Um, it was to check in um, and, and just touch base with people, see what was happening, how they were coping, how they were getting on. And you know, if that led to something, then that, that, that conversation would evolve. Now, Steph's 
re reaction that she got, um, I think took her a little bit by surprise because before she'd even really had much opportunity to, to ask how people were doing, as soon as they knew it was Steph on the phone, it was a case of, sorry, Steph, um, no jobs. Um, you know, we stopped recruiting. We're working from home. So, you know, we can't possibly recruit just yet. And, and Steph was reassuring people that that wasn't why she was calling. Um, it was more to touch base. But it was just it was just interesting to notice that their immediate response when they knew it was Steph on the phone was no jobs. Now, I think if we go back, um, certainly when Denise and I entered this industry and, you know, for a number of years since, I mean, people I'm said to for us... 13 years it is. Is it really 13 years? I'm looking wow. for some and not for us. Absolutely. Yeah. I, my first house was number 13. Was it? Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm not into... I bet you can remember it as well. I can. You? you quit 13 Queen's Terrace. Right, there you there go. There you go. Um, oh, I just thought, how appropriate is that? There you go. Yeah. So I'm not into the sort of stigma behind 13. No, I'm thinking no, of the Queen. Of the Queen, Yeah. Um, shall I get back to my story? I think that would be a good okay. Idea. So, so when although thirteen years ago, then when we came into the into the industry, a, a number of people said to us that you know the recruitment sector doesn't enjoy the best um, sort of let's say industry profile, um, and and you know and we've all heard that over the years, and you know I think many companies have been working really hard to change that perception and I do believe it's changed and in in some quarters um, it, it's it probably that stigma is still there now you know if we go back probably literally three to four weeks ago many recruitment consultants would have phoned their clients and there would have been a mutual relationship set up where um, you know, the client would have said, you know, hi, you know, Tom, you know, these are three jobs that I'd really like your help filling. And the consultant would probably have phoned, you know, with the intention of saying, you know, where are you at this month? Are there more jobs? And so there was this transactional, mutually beneficial relationship that had been set up. And yes, there would be, you know, some other social chit chat and conversation um, around it uh, where appropriate. But, you know, both parties would have contributed towards quite a transactional relationship. So fast forward then, you know, into a different world that we are living in today. And, you know, when Steph picked up the phone and the client realised who it was, um, you know, that, that knee-jerk reaction of, sorry, Steph, got no jobs, we're not recruiting, um, which I think, you know, took Steph by surprise. Now, what what does this mean and how does this link with what Denise is saying? Well, I think this is a fantastic opportunity um, to change, you know, how we sell and, and the kind of customer experience that your clients in future can receive from you and your business. I think the reality is that how we sell it, it is different now and moving forward. I think that opportunity is to um, approach relationships from a very different perspective and an empathy is going to be massive and the most significant difference that, you know, certainly in terms of everything that, that I'm tuning into and reading and hearing now, empathy is going to be key. And I think, you know, combine empathy with relationship building. So, you know, 
conversations actually start off with just checking in with, you know, how are you doing as an individual? How are you guys coping? How is it working from home? Um, you know, before we ever get into that business conversation, and I don't think that's about being uh, woolly and soft and, and fluffy, as perhaps some people may have felt um, that kind of approach was in the past. Um, I still believe that you can do empathy, really good relationship building, and you can still take a very consultative approach where you lead and guide your clients as to what recruiting um, product or service is most suitable for a given situation. So you can still add huge value. So thinking about, you know, if if you have had a similar response to Steph, what can you do? Now, you know, I've been making calls just like yourselves, um, you know, checking in with clients, checking in with people that we've been having conversations with in the last few weeks and months. Um, and you know, the way that I'm starting that conversation and what I would say, Steph, if you're listening to this and to other people, maybe you've experienced what, what Steph has, this, this is how I would encourage you to open up that conversation. And that is, you know, once you've done your intro, intro and it could be, you know, hi, Sharon from Superfast. The reason for my call today is to touch base with you, to see how you yourself are doing in what is challenging times. And so before they even get a chance to sort of say, hey, Steph, no jobs, it's it's a case of, you know, um, I guess taking a little bit of sting out of the tail by just, you know, being really clear about the reason why I'm calling today is I just want to see how you're, you are personally doing. Um, and, and, you know, on the back of that, certainly, you know, I, I was using this yesterday um, with someone that was, you know, on the point of starting to work with us. And of course, you know, they've just temporarily pressed pause. And, um, you know, I think, you know, when when they picked up the call from me yesterday, that there, I sensed that there was perhaps, you know, something from their side about, well, how long do you think it's going to be before you might want to start? And that wasn't even on my radar. You know, I just said, how are you guys doing? You know, how are you? And that just, you know, I, I could almost hear, um, you know, his breath, his breathing change. And we got into a very personal conversation about how it is working from home with young kids and, you know, some of the challenges. Um, um, but also then, you know, it then got into a conversation around, you know, what this individual was going to do um, the projects that they were going to work on in the business over the next couple of months, um, you know, so that they, they come out of this strong. And, and I'm having a lot of those conversations. So, you know, think about the conversations that, you know, that you could be having with clients around, you know, what what are they prioritizing right now? What, what are they getting involved in? Um, you know, because, you know, is there some value add that then you can bring to that conversation? Because I think, um, the the businesses that will come through the current situation and they will get out of the starting blocks that much faster will be the people who are there keeping in touch with clients, adding value where they can um, and preparing the ground to come out of 
um, the starting blocks quicker. And that might include reviewing the products, the services, how you package those so that, um, you know, perhaps you're able to engage and work with clients in a slightly different way that will fit the times that the clients are in as we come out of this and that you are flexible in the product and the services that you offer because things will evolve and, and change over the coming weeks and months. Um, so, so empathy. I think that is the one thing to remember. Empathy, relationship building, and that doesn't um, devalue your selling approach. It's actually about evolving your selling approach. So move away from transactional and move towards, um, you know, a, a more relationship. Um, empathic. Empathic response. Um, and and I, I do want to add one final thing, and that is, and, and I'm not saying that um, perhaps people who've got that, um, who relied on relationship selling, um, that, then, that now it's their time, because sometimes people overdo relationship selling and get to a point where they don't, they're not actually able to sell and go into a more detailed sales conversation. I think it's about a, about a balance um, but if 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 you have been more transactionally focused, then now is a really good time to to make that shift and evolve your sales approach. It is because <laughs> I think one of the things I think it's a uh, maybe it's going to be the buzzword of COVID nineteen. The situation we're in is pivoting. Those people that can pivot, and this is not necessarily changing from one niche to another, but those that can pivot and say, okay, um, that was then. And this is now, and I need to think about how I might do something differently. This gives you the absolute best opportunity to do that because you can stand back, you can re review where you are at. We know that the, the world as we know it, as we, what was that? Was it Captain Coat? The world as we know, Jim, is going to be different. It was something like that. Um, it's going, you know, sounds very dramatic, but it will be different. Um, it's bound to be. And it gives us um, uh, an opportunity to, to change and look at how we might do it differently. Mm. So you can hear that. Can you hear that snoring in the background? Well, it's kind of like team effort. <laughs> team team <Emma>. effort. <laughs> Flo's throwing away in the background there. I don't know about if, if any of you have animals. Do you have that situation where your animal follows you absolutely everywhere at the moment? Bless them. I think they're just trying to keep close to us to, uh, to make us feel better. Anyway, this is Denise. And this is Sharon saying bye for now. If you enjoy this podcast and you are ready to take your recruitment marketing to the next level, then check out Superfast Circle. In our Superfast Circle program, we are with you every single step of the way as you scale and grow your marketing. You get weekly calls with us, you get a full comprehensive training program online that you can watch and listen anywhere you are in the world. We have events, we have marketing collateral that's provided for you every single month. If you want to find out more, then head over to superfastrecruitment.co.uk forward slash SFC and then read what's there, watch the testimonial videos, watch the case studies and then book your demonstration call with one of us and we look forward to seeing you on the other side.